Hey, welcome home everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons and we're glad to have you with us today here in the House of Faith. Just a few weeks ago, Sarah and I invited a lot of our friends and family to come fill up this room right here for another family night. If you've ever uh, seen Family Night from Legacy Television, you know this is an awesome time that we get together in praise and worship. And of course, we spend time in the Word of God. And we've been talking for months about what to do in the crossroads. That's, that's been the title of this series that we've been in. That's the place where the paths meet. That's the place where the roads intersect and you have to make a decision about the direction you're going to take in life. And I thank God that that's where he put the spirit of wisdom to lead us and guide us to our wealthy place. Now, if you've been staying up with the broadcast, then you know over the last couple of weeks, we've made some pretty major announcements about the changes that are taking place here at Pearson's Ministries in our lives, in our direction, and we wanna share that again with you today. So right now, let's get into the Word together and stay tuned through the end of this broadcast. I wanna update you again on all the great things that are happening right here at Legacy Studios. Watch this and we'll be back. David's way away from the courts of the Lord. It's not like today when we can just talk to him at any time, at any place, at any moment. He is far out there in the wilderness and he is hungry and he is thirsty for God. He wants him again. He wants to be with him. He knows what it feels like to be with him, to really be with him. And he's out there in these in this wilderness. Have you ever felt like you were in a wilderness, like a dry place? And you want more of him. You want what he has for you. He's off out there in the wilderness. And he says this in Psalm 63. He says, oh God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. I'm hungry for you. I want more. I want more. Have you ever felt like there's more? Well, that means that there's more. You can be sure if you felt like there's more there's more. There's more. There's deeper places to go in God. There's more that he has for you and your family. There's more, 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 more. And he's out there and he wants God. I mean, think, I'm just, I can't get away from this. God himself wants more for you. He wants you to have it more. And he's out there in this wilderness and he's crying out and he's just cries out and he says this, I have looked for you in your sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Oh, in your sanctuary. He just wanted to get back to God's presence. He got, he just had to get there. Well, where is that for you? Where is that? And you may know a lot of you in this room where that is. But if you're going to live life happy, anchored, satisfied, thriving, you have to find out where that is. And you have to get there. And you have to give your life. You have to leave whatever it is to get there. You have to, you have to want it more than where you're currently at, where you're currently comfortable. And this is, this is the result. This is so central to the life of every believer and to your success and to your prosperity that the scripture says in the Psalms that he brings out those who are bound into prosperity. He sets the solitary in a family. 
Actually, it flips that. It says he sets the solitary in a family and brings out those who are bound into prosperity. So evidently, your prosperity and mine has everything to do with you being set in the family that he set you in. And I look back on what we were talking about a moment ago in our own story, in our own life, and I don't know why this thought had never occurred to me until just now when you're talking about this, but I'm actually pretty thankful that there wasn't um, a fat paycheck <laughs> on the other side of, of walking away from the job because I look back on it now and I can say that the only motivation for doing what we did and for leaving was his sake in the gospels. That was it. That's the only thing it could have been. It was for his sake and the gospels. And that's who the hundredfold return belongs to people who are willing to step out, out of one place, I remember saying as we were in that transition process, well, God's just calling us out of our comfort zone. We're just getting out of our comfort zone, just leaving what's comfortable. And we've all said that, but he, he really arrested my heart and said, you better stop saying that. He said, did I not give you the Holy Ghost who I called the comforter? So if you're outside of some place that I've called you to be in, that's not comfortable. You got to change what you call comfortable. So I quit saying that and actually began to expect that where we were walking into would be the most comfortable place we'd ever been in, but changing what we call comfortable. Comfortable on the flesh, not always. Comfortable on the, the senses, not all the time, but that on the inside. Oh, yes. That satisfaction yeah. that this guy was after, coming running to Jesus, looking for something that no money could satisfy, that it could not fill that hole on the inside. And he knew what he was. He said, I need eternal life. He came looking for it. And Jesus said that anybody willing to leave something for his sake in the Gospels would be uh, qualified for the hundredfold return. So we left. And as a matter of fact, our wedding anniversary is September 1st, 2007. And September 1st, 2010 was the first day of our ministry, Pearson's Ministries International, together. And so we started it. We weren't preaching anywhere, so we went to Colorado. Why? Because this dream's been alive on the inside, you know, for several years at that point now, or at least a couple of years. And uh, so we're in Colorado. We're seeking the Lord. We're praying. We're looking. We're thinking, man, what is it here? Are we in the city? Are we in the place? Where's it going to be? Justice was so little, three, three months old or so at the time. And um, that thing was just alive on the inside of us. Of course, at that time, we didn't find exactly where we were going to be. We came home and we just, for his sake in the Gospels, preaching, ministering, singing, recording, traveling all over the world and doing what the Lord called us to do. Um, we, at some point, hired our first staff member, Caitlin Kurth. Her mom and dad are here with us tonight, Dan and Ann Kurth. <laughs> And uh, she was the whole staff of Pearson's Ministries International. Our offices, we had multi-site offices, our house and hers. And uh, so we... Anne's house. <laughs> yeah, Anne's house, to be more specific. And uh, man, the Lord blessed us. We grew, we were, we were growing, and, and all the while that dream's on the inside. And I don't know how many times, babe, over 2010, 2011, 2012, we went back and forth to the mountains looking for our place. Is it here? Is it there? And uh, we, we felt like it was imminent. You know what I mean? When it gets so big on the inside of you, it's like, man, this is happening Monday. If not by Tuesday, I'll be shocked, you know? And so we were going back and forth, and I think probably no less than half a dozen times we made trips up there. 
looking around, looking at properties that had cabins and looking at places where we could do this and build the team and so on and so on. And, uh, and it was on our last trip, I think, Sarah, at that point, were you pregnant with Jesse? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it would have been 2013, mm -hmm. uh, early on that year. We were there for the, I don't know, sixth time, seventh time maybe, and looking, we were looking at houses and property, and we got back to the house that night, and we prayed. And I remember you coming in and saying, I think I've heard from the Lord, and He says, it's not right now. We're supposed to go back to Fort Worth and just get established and do our ministry from there. And you know what? It seemed right. It seemed peaceful. And it just seemed like, well, maybe it's not the time or maybe someday we'll have a place up here and we'll, our ministry will be in Fort Worth. We'll get to come up here. We'll host people here something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But we did. We came home, had another baby, got our lives all turned upside down again. It was great. And uh, over the course of time, uh, we added people to the staff, Jordan, Courtney, Lauren, now Jason and Kay, and I'll leave anybody out. Beth's a part of our team now. And it's just that over the years, the Lord's added people to us here and there. And uh, we got this property, not this building we're in right now, but the one you guys know across the street. Bought that in 2015, just a big warehouse. And the Lord gave Sarah plans for it and built out that space that's over there. That's where we shoot our legacy television broadcast. It's where our offices are. We lived there for a year. I mean, it's been a lot of things. And uh, just going along, going along, going along. And I can't say that I was thinking every day about, you know, being up there again until, until late last year, around October of 2018. And Sarah and I went to attend a conference at Faith Life Church in Branson, Missouri. And I don't know if we want to get into all the details of it, but we heard from the Lord that week. And a lot of it came through our pastor's. And uh, Miss Phyllis Moore, many of you know them. Go ahead if you want. Well, just one night we were getting ready for the service, and I heard the Lord say to me so clear on the inside, just in my heart, He said, they're going to sit you by Miss Moore tonight after the service in the minister's dinner, and what she says to you is very important. I thought, that is strange. I, I mean, that was out of nowhere. So I went in and I sat and I walked up to find out where our placement was. And sure enough, I was sitting by her, went and sat down. And I just believe the Holy Spirit began to direct our conversation. It was so God. <laughs> and um, I, I told, I just began to tell her really what was going on in my heart for the last few months that for months I've, I've just could sense a pastoral anointing. And I, I said, every time I get up to teach or anything, I started to, it was different than it had been before. And I was asking the Lord week after week, Lord, show me what's happening. Show me what, what I'm experiencing because number one, I love it. <laughs> number two, I need to know from you what this is and where we're going and what's happening. And we had already had a word years before. Jeremy had gotten a word from the Lord and the Lord told him, you need to be fit by 40. Well, his 40th birthday was coming up. This still is. Is still coming up, October. <laughs> Don't rush this, baby. Don't I know, rush this. right? <laughs> and um, man, we were we were really, really having a sense there was something coming that we needed to be fit 
by, fit for, fit for the fight. <laughs> and so we just, I mean, we were preparing in our hearts. There's something coming. Not to mention uh, that night, Miss Moore, I just began to pour my heart out to her. And I said, do you ever see us pastoring? And she said, yes. And she had told me years ago that she had seen us pastoring, but it wasn't time yet. We had gone to her years before that, her and Brother Moore. And man, make a long story short, she sat there and gave us wisdom. And she said, you need to find out where it is and you need to go find it and get on with it. Now, I spoke up at that point. Uh, Now, remember, I mean, this is towards the end of last year. And you and especially you guys who've been coming to Family Night, you know, we've been in a buy up and build out project, right? You're familiar with that. Those of you watching, many of you have seen it, too. And we were believing God to buy this building that we're in right now. It's 10,000 square feet. It's got this studio. We wanted to build this whole thing out, uh, you know, fill up the rest of this place with more outreach and ministry and stuff. We felt like we'd heard from the Lord to do that in January of 18. Buy up and build out, he said. And you heard me tell it. I don't know how many times. I knew he was talking about that building across the driveway. And we're going to buy it up and we're going to build it out. And when she says, you need to go find out where you're supposed to be, my thought is... What do you mean find out? We are. I, I mean, we're in the middle of this thing. We're in the middle of this project. And, and we had prayed years ago. We thought we were supposed to be in Colorado years ago. And I told her that. I said, you know, we've prayed. And, and I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't see anything else other than Fort Worth. And she said, well, pray again, <laughs> which is some of the best advice anybody could ever give you. Pray again. Pray again. Pray again. Go back before the Lord and find out where you're supposed to be, where your wealthy place is. And don't miss that turn in that intersection because that's where the wisdom of God is crying out to you to turn to lead you into that place. And so we said, okay, we'll go back and pray about it. And um, that was first week of October. By the third week of that month, we were... Uh, we had friends in town who had come to be, do some television broadcasts with Sarah. They're from Colorado Springs, some friends of ours that are in, in ministry. And man, we got to talking and they said some things, they actually mentioned a building that was up there for sale. I wasn't thinking about Colorado at that point. I still was thinking, how do we make this work? How do we build a church in this warehouse? Where are we going to fit cars? You know, I was trying so hard to make this thing work. Here was, here was my big vision. You ready? How can we get 100 seats in there? That was it. That was my big vision. How can we get, how can we squeeze a hundred seats in that building? And these friends of ours came into town and I don't even know why the topic of that building came up. He just mentioned that it was available, actually was owned by a ministry that had it for sale. They had a sanctuary in it. They had a TV studio in it. They had offices all through it, big place on, on, a, on a little bit of land, but it had buildings and stuff all around it. And over the next few days, that whole idea of being there started growing in us. And we felt like from the Lord, go check it out. You know, sometimes it's just that simple. Go check it out. Just go check it out. And we had also had a word from our pastors that you need to go, go visit the places and the cities that you get in your heart and see where you get a witness on. Um, and we knew that it, it was, we realized finally we're looking in the wrong state. <laughs> Yeah, we were trying to make it work here, around here, and there was, right. you got to learn to recognize when, 
what was it Brother Hagen used to say? You're washing your feet with your socks on. Something's just not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, that is something you can learn to identify on the inside. Yeah. And so we went to check it out. We went up to Denver, uh, flew in there. Uh, I think it was... We started visiting cities all around. November of last yeah. year. Yeah. And we did not get a witness on a place while we were there. But we did go to the hotel and we began to pray and we asked the Lord, Lord, give us your heart on this church. What are you calling us to? And at, at that point, I think we believed, yes, we're, we're going to be pastoring soon. And he gave us the heart of the church first before we had the building. And isn't that awesome that the, the church is not, it it's is not, not first building. of all a building. It's yeah. not a location. It's not a place. It's the people. And, um, so he gave us the heart of it. Yeah, and we sat there in the little living room floor of that hotel room and prayed, and we, we put it down on paper, Legacy Church, raising a family in the house of faith. And that's what the Lord put in us. And most of you know the, the reasoning behind the whole concept of legacy for us. It's, it's about one thing from one generation going to the next one. That's what legacy is. And we live with an awareness of what we've been given from the generations that have gone before us. And it is that revelation of how to live and walk by grace through faith. Yeah. That's what we live with. And we live with the realization that it can't die with us that there's a generation coming after all of us that needs to hear that same truth and needs to be taught, that needs to be served with the Word of God and they need to be taught how to live by grace through faith. Yeah. And we want, we have a heart and see a vision of a place where people can come in and find out what makes somebody of faith different. Not just different from the world, but even different from the rest of the church somebody who will actually live and walk by faith. And how do you apply that in your own home? What's it like to raise a family in that kind of house? And she and I have some firsthand experience with that growing up in the houses that we did. And that's what the Lord put in us on that trip, raising a family in the house of faith. We went and checked out that building and you know, it was, it was cool, it was big, uh, kind of a maze a little bit. We walked around, we thought, well, I guess you know, this could be it. But we didn't have that witness, yeah. that that was the place. I wanted to tell them one more thing about that night. We got to the point where we, we said to each other, you know, if it was up to us, the easy thing for us to do in life would be just to keep doing what we're doing, shoot some TV, travel and preach and minister in churches, help people as we are doing already, go on vacation when we want to go on vacation. That's the easy thing to do, right? But we came to the realization one day, we thought we have got to start this church for Justice and Jesse. We're going to do this thing for them. And we're going to do this thing for all the children that are coming here for Titus and all of our babies here. We are going to start this thing for legacy for the generations. And, um, and that, that was really the, probably a big part of this. Yeah. We wanted to create an atmosphere. We wanted God to have free reign in our families and to be able to talk to every generation. Yeah. 
And so we checked out that building and we thought, well, maybe this is it. And we came home and we had met with some folks from representatives of that ministry. And there was an excitement about us coming. There was an excitement about the, the prospect of doing that. And man, we're walking towards it and things seem like they're going in our favor and in our direction. And uh, we went and looked at it again. Actually, they called us and said, hey, you've seen the building. What do you think? And we said, well, maybe we need to go look at it again. And all along the way, there are these little confirming words that keep coming. Uh, I wish we had time to get into every one of them, but I told you months ago, quit looking for a sign and start listening for a word. Mm-hmm. Don't look for a sign to point you in the direction. Listen for a word. And Jesus said there will be a sign that will confirm the word, but the word comes first. And he gave us confirmations of the word all along the way. Went back up, checked out the building again. And I think we were thinking, okay, well, this, I guess this is where we'll be. But Sarah would ask me and others too, is this what the Lord's saying? Is this your place? And you got to know that. You got to, just like she's talking about, where is your place? You know where you're supposed to be. And I can never bring myself to say, yes, this is it. All I can say is walk it out walk it all the way out. And you know what? February got here. We'd been a couple of times to see it. We were making plans. We'd talked to the staff. We told everybody, hey, this is what we're doing. We, we want you to be there, but you got to hear from God. We all went away to a beautiful cabin for a weekend. We tried to set the mood, right? And uh, said, you guys, y'all go hear from God. You know we want you there. We, you know we want you a part of this, but you have to hear that for you and for your family. So take time, pray about it. Come talk to us when it's time. Before we got out of the state we were in, they each came to us individually and said, we're in, let's do this. And I have to tell you how much I respect every one of them because there was something for each of them to leave. A couple different families were actually building houses. It's like, thanks guys for this timing. You couldn't have told us this, you know, we could have sprung it on them a little sooner, but Sometimes I believe the Lord will give you, how do I say it, Lord? He'll give you the opportunity to leave something so that it gives you the opportunity to put value on what he values. If you're not leaving anything, then how can you really know that what you're going to is worth something to you? That puts value on this. When you say the plan of God is worth more to me than anything I have here, more than a house, more than land, more than anything I call comfortable, this is worth more. And you put value on his things. And so each one of them came and said, we're going, we're in. And of course, we're thrilled about that. And we're telling them, well, hey, we found a building. I think this is it. Maybe, we'll see. But you know what? We got through February and it just wasn't right. And we we were trying to work it out with the other ministry that owned it, and it just didn't seem quite right. But we knew the church was coming. We knew in our spirit. We we, We could see nothing in the natural. Nothing. We could see nothing out here that told us, yes, you're going on the right trail. Yes, you're on the right path. You got it, guys. Go for it. Nobody was telling us that except for maybe our pastors. But we we were we had nothing except for the witness of the spirit, except for God stirring up our spirit and saying, guys, come on, go on this adventure. Keep going. I even went to the Lord. And I had a ama- my soul was like really I was feeling tired because I was pressing toward this one thing, this building, and then to find out this isn't going to work out. And I'm like, Lord, what are we going to do? What are we, what's going to happen here? I've told my whole staff that we're picking up and we're leaving and we're moving across the country. What do we do? And I remember hearing the Lord say, Sarah, don't quit. Keep going. 
Keep going. You'll find it. I'll help you find it. Keep going. Don't quit. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.